What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to CEO Cast, the number one podcast in the world for showcasing business and entrepreneurship. Now, you lot always ask me two questions. Number one, Raheem, when are we going to hear your story? That's when we get to 100k subscribers. And number two, who is the best person that you've had on the podcast? Which person is my favorite podcast? And well, today we're doing a part two of him. So today I'm with the baddest man I know, entrepreneur and fighter. And more importantly, he's my brother, Kane Musa. Listen, what can I say? Thank you. And I'm grateful for that introduction, man. It means a lot, honestly, like, you know, you, the work that you're doing is amazing. I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've interviewed so many successful, so many hardworking people. And for you to, to give me the accolade, it means a lot, my brother. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and I mean, um, like I said, you know, we've done a part one. So if you haven't seen that, click up here. But honestly speaking, like, I remember when I walked out of that podcast and I was, you know, you have them times where you're taken back by someone's story, what they've been through, yeah. their upbringing and where they are today. And the fact that, you know, you survived all that, you fought your whole life and you've got to where you are today. That that podcast has had some real emotion to it. Mm. You know what I mean? There's even times when, you know, I'm up and down the M-Way and I'm thinking, all right, cool, what podcast do you listen to? You know what? Let's listen to CEO Cast Kane Musa sort of mm. thing. You mm. know what I mean? That one's a real home hitter for me. Mm. So I want to thank you very much for, you know, having this opportunity right now to do part two. Yeah. And what better place to do it than... In the fighting ring, man, you're home. In my home, bro. This yeah. is this is this is um this is my second office. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first interview we had was in obviously the batter office. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And now obviously we're in we're in my, the second uh, office, the, the place that I, that I find so much comfort and um, mm. and the the place that I've built me, which is in a cage. Yeah, no, a beautiful place to do it. So let's, let's chat to me, okay, man. What's new? What's good? I, I, Since the last podcast, the last one we've done was in last year, I believe, or 2020. Yeah, it was a, it was a been bit a ago. It was a bit ago now. It's been um, a brother, you know, you know my life. It's just fast-paced. Do you know what I'm saying? I've yeah. just been working constantly, trying to just take it up to new levels and new heights. And um, yeah, man, there's a lot going on, bro. We can we could start from... From fights, you know, I've had a few more fights since then. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I may have, yeah, no, I think I've. You were in Thailand I, as well for a couple of months as well. Yeah, I was in Thailand. Uh, and obviously we just, we've been working on the new collection and pushing the brand to where it is. And obviously you sat in the gym where, you know, me and the team, me and Carl and Lofty and all the guys have been working to kind of elevate the, the community, man, try and bring, yeah. Some world champions to to, yeah. to Manchester. No, I, lo- I love your brand, man, and what it stands for. You know, every time I wear it, obviously you give me that jumper. Every time I wear that jumper, it feels kind of special in that sense because I know what the brand represents. I know yeah. the man behind it. Like to 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 be this, you have to be at the best level of your best. Of course. You got to be competitive. 100%. You got to be a fighter. You got to be striving to be better than what you was yesterday. Hundred percent. And for me, Bada represents all of that. And I think. Mainly for me, probably because I know that, you know, you're the one that runs it. Yeah. And also the fact that I know your story, your story is so ingrained into the brand. Mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love it. I love representing. Yeah, you know of course. I mean? Now, I appreciate that. I feel like, you know. Need to get a couple more garments, but you yeah, know. I've got you, man. <laughs> whatever you need, bro. You know whatever you need. I've got you, man. It's no, kind of. Nah, for real though, like, you know, the brand's been, the brand's been pushing, man. Been pushing strong. The people have been supporting us the same way. You know, we've been doing as much as we can to kind of grow the brand and 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 put the brand in front of new people as well. We've always we've always had a loyal um, following, and I feel like the loyalty from everybody comes from the not just the obviously the style of the clothes and the fit and the quality. You know, I think it comes from the brand message, and people really buy into that. Mm. You know, because obviously, you know, I I I. I 
I'm a man of, I live by what I say by, do you know what I'm saying? And I'm a dangerous rival and, uh, you know, people grab inspiration from looking at the brand and, and wearing the clothes and it inspires people. And that's that's what it's about, man. I feel like that's where the loyal following and support has, has, has come from. Yeah. What's new with the brand then? Because obviously, like I said, we spoke last time, um, you had a different collection then, but now yeah. obviously you just mentioned that you got a new drop as well. Yeah, so what's, so what's new, man? What's changed? So basically where we're up to now is obviously we've, we, you know, we've been working hard um, to to grow the collection in certain ways. And then um, I just feel like we've, got a collection that's about to land in Foot Asylum. Mm. Obviously, you see me wearing the... This is one of our new pieces now. Yeah, that's, that's cold. That's cold, man. That's yeah, cold. This is, this, is, this is one of them. We've got a few other different colours and it's kind of like just bringing collections to the table that we know people are going to love and people are going to, you know, be excited about. Yeah. So that's what kind of we've been working on. Obviously, the brand message remains the same. And obviously, you can see what we've been doing here is like working with the gym as well is kind of start to sponsor you know, young fighters, you know, everybody in this gym who's a fighter gets, uh, you know, gets, gets, disc they get discounts from battle. You know, we try to do our best to give back within the means of business. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Give back to the people that you probably want to see yourself in them shoes as well. 100%. You know, I feel like for me, I see myself in all these young, all the young fighters. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like they're searching um, for, for greatness, trying to find themselves and the working hard consistently. And I feel like, I'm doing my bit to kind of give something to bring something to the table that we never, we, that yeah. I never had at the time of growing up, which was, you know, in the sport was, was sponsorship and support, man. So as your small business grows, LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find your next candidate faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to tap into the world's largest network. Then add your job on the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people. Simple tools like screening questions help you find the right candidate with the right skills and experience for the job. So it's easy and quick for you to prioritize who you want to interview and who you want to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one for delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So the next time you're looking for your next candidate, make sure you go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com forward slash CEO cost. Once again, that's LinkedIn.com forward slash CEO cost and post your job for free. Yeah, you know what it is? You know, when with this whole season four stuff, I've been thinking about and searching, who do I get someone who's got the most winning mindset that I know, the strongest mindset I know? And then I was reflecting, who can I do a part two with? And I was like, you know what? It's got to be Kane. Of course. Like, the mindset behind you is crazy. And we'll dive into that later on in, in depth. But just just speaking about the brand, Bado, yeah? Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming right now you've got like almost like a summer drop. Right. Yeah. So right now we're in. You know, it's summertime, so we're dropping shorts and t-shirts. Yeah. Obviously, this um, the tracksuits that we're all, tracksuits run all year round. Yeah. But now we're coming in with the tracksuits. We make sure that the fabric's a lot lighter. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So we've got shorts and t-shirt um, sets there in Foot Asylum right now. Why is that? So you don't get as warm and hot in it? Yeah, just obviously people like to wear tracksuits yeah, in the evening. Yeah, in it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Obviously the sun's out, but you might want to wear tracksuits in the evening. So, you know, we, we, we make the fabric a lot lighter. And um, the shorts and t-shirts, people have been going crazy for them. It's been a mad response, bro. Like everyone's going mad for them. How do you like, you know, make a decision on what to design your colorways, you know, the thick and thinness of, of the jumper? How do you do that as a brand? Well, obviously, so like you're saying, it's specific tracksuits have different fits. Yeah. You know, they sit on the body different. You know, this is a fleece fabric. Um, I think we're running this out of like a, just like a 300 GSM. So it's a bit lighter. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got like other brands or other style of tracksuits a bit heavier. You know, the oversize that a lot of brands are doing, you know, that's a, 
a heavier sometimes loop mm. back heavier heavier throw. But what we do is obviously it's seasonal. So we're doing track suits, we make sure that the, the track suits all on point. The, no, they way lighter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you get me? Sense. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want a hot tracksuit. You want to wear a tracksuit, yeah. but you don't want to be hot. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to be sweating. So we're trying our best to kind of accommodate that. Yeah, you want to look bad, but you don't want to sweat your back. Exactly. You don't <laughs> want to be sweating your back out. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? And then obviously, when it comes down to colorways, it's just like trending colors. You know, we have we have designers who are, who are up on the um, colorways that are coming in. Yeah. You know, obviously Jordans, Nike. You know them colorways there. Anything that Jordan's doing, Nike's doing the colorways that they're working. Mm. You know, the, the, you know, um, because young kids, everybody, people like to to match. You know, like you see me now. Obviously, I got the purple, kicking with the purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to say, like, like to keep, out, out. Yeah, we're yeah. trying, man. We're trying. Even when you were on your bike ride earlier on, better representing. You had Always, your t-shirt man. on. Uh, it's, it's summer in it, so I just had the shorts and um, uh, t-shirt set, the Ortega set. We just yeah. did about 45 miles around Manchester. Mm. And um, yeah, man, I was out there. You see me, I was racing everybody. I'm yeah, just we, active with it, bro. Me and you have had quite a few interactions since our last podcast. Obviously, that was the last one we done on camera. Yeah. But I mean, me and you were both in Dubai at the same time. You, yes. were, in, you were in Abu Dhabi. I was, I was in, in Abu Dubai. Dhabi, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the day when F1 was, I went to Abu Dhabi and you came to Dubai. Yeah, we so missed we kind each of other. On the motorway, basically, crossed over. Yeah, it was. And then we were recently at the Showstar fight. Was that the show staff yeah, fight? Yeah, which I want to thank you very much because if everyone sees this right now, the only reason I got in uh, is for my man here. Uh, well, shout out to Ryan because obviously it's yeah, he and he's Ryan's fighting Ryan, it, yeah, and obviously yeah. Ryan had the pattern there, so we made sure that yeah, you know, you you got in there, brother. No, 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 I appreciate that honestly, man. But um, yeah, chat to me, man, because obviously, like I mentioned, you know, you have the strongest mindset that I know of. Yeah, uh. even if people follow you and they've been following you since the last podcast, they most recently saw that you had lost the fight. Um, yeah, against who was that guy? David Gallon. David Gallon, right? Now, even when you lost that fight, you still came out of that fight as a winner. I remember mm. your Instagram story or your post and it was so like inspirational and you didn't let it beat you down or anything like that. You were like, yep, yeah, we keep going, we keep going sort of, of thing. Course. How I'd, do you build that and how do you maintain that? Because that's a very hard thing to do. For me, it's, it's simple, bro. Like, I put myself in the cage to fight another man mm. unless he knocks me out or I actually physically can't continue, then I go forward and I keep continue, I keep fighting. Mm. That's what it's about. Do you get what I'm saying? Like for me, I got split. I got the, I got, I got, yeah, I got split. The blood was all over my eyes, but I still wanted to win. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I'm a natural born winner. I just believe that, you know, we've, we've already been through the hardest part of life, which yeah. is up, um, growing up, especially in the streets. Do you get what I'm saying? And we've seen a lot. And we've been through a lot. So when I'm in them situations where, you know, I just got, I got a cut, yeah, so what? You know, I got blood in my eyes, so what? Probably nothing compared to what you've been through, isn't it? Well, you know, it, it, it was challenging, don't get me wrong. Um, but like I said, you know, sometimes you got to be able to delve deep inside. Yeah. You know, so every round when I was going back to the to the corner, I was looking, speaking to my uncle and I was telling him, he, he was looking at me and he said, look, you know, that cut's big. And I said, yeah, it don't matter. I said, we're going for him. I Don't they have the ability to stitch up like in the corner, like nah, fight nothing like that? Shout out to my to my cut man on that fight. He um he was able to fill it with vas uh, Vaseline. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when the doctor was coming over, the doctor's trying to what happens is you've got so much going on, you've got your corner man trying to speak to you. Yeah. And then at that time you've got the the cut man and then you've got the commission doctor coming over and he's trying to figure out whether they're going to stop the fight or not. Okay, okay. So when they come over, I'm looking at the doctor, I'm saying, listen, I'm, I'm good to go. Like, I don't even feel this. This is nothing. Do you Let understand what I'm saying? It, yeah. Because God forbid, if, if, 
if I wouldn't have been able to convince him, then them them guys they're looking in your eyes, they're looking to see if you're, if you're in still the fight, there. if you've got it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I knew straight away he's coming over. I got my uncle trying to, um, McCarner team throwing instruction at me, um, and then obviously I've got the cut man coming doing the cut, and I've got the commission. So I'm trying to, and then I'm trying to show my opponent as well. I'm looking in my man's eyes. I'm looking at him dead from across the cage. I'm like this to let him know, and I'm nodding. You know no, what I'm saying? Ready. Because I have to let him know there's so much warfare, mental warfare going on yeah. at the time. So, you know, people don't understand that you are actually dealing with a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? We're kind of like, we're, 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 we're weighing up. What have I got to do in the next round? I've got this this guy trying to um, stop the fight, potentially looking if he wants. So I've got to keep him. And then I've got to film a corner team as well with confidence because my uncle's looking at me like, I, like nephew are you good and I'm looking at him looking him dead in his eye and I'm showing him like yo I'm good I'm fine you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah man listen everything we've been through the trials and tribulations of life um, they all pay dividends in situations where I really have to dig deep and look into myself how do you pick you know when you're fighting your opponent how do you pick who's on your team who's in the corner backing you talking to you you know Almost healing you in that sense. Uh, well, you know, it's it's like a tried and tested method of, um, you know, my uncle's always in my corner regardless. Mm. You've got Carl, Carl Prince, who owns the gym, who I work with, who I've worked alongside. He's my coach as well. Yeah. Um, he's always in my corner. And then obviously the third man will, will, will vary based on the type of opponent I'm fighting. You know, mm. we could be fighting a, a high-level grappler. So we might bring in someone who knows someone how to I've handle. been working okay. with throughout the camp who knows how to grapple or, you know, we might be dealing with, I don't know, uh, uh, any different element. We'll so it could, it could switch upon the uh, basis of the skill set of the other opponent. Exactly. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. from a stand-up and from a stand-up perspective, we've got my uncle, he covers all that. Yeah. From an MMA, MMA perspective, all around MMA perspective, Kyle covers that. And then in case we're dealing with a jiu-jitsu specialist or a wrestling um, specialist or something like that, we kind of, we might bring somebody else in. Um, or just someone that I've been working with throughout the camp. Mm. Someone that I kind of resonate resonate with at the at the time you know you have, have a you, good you, connection with yeah you have these camps bro these camps are tough yeah you know what i'm saying you're going through 12 weeks of hell you know what i'm saying so you kind of want to make sure that everyone that's in your corner is people that you're resonating with you might even have someone who in in your corner who's just a full-on motivator someone who, who can look you in your eyes and tell you like yo get your shit together mm. you need to pull this shit together you're losing the fight and someone that can kind of send you with the send you back out there with the right type of energy yeah, yeah with the right mindset mm. but you I mean you say 12 weeks of hell but you went Thailand and that looked pretty beautiful if I'm honest with you I mean that looks sick obviously I know you're fighting and that but I mean yeah, Thailand itself listen I love it when I say hell I just mean obviously you're putting your body and your mind through a lot do you yeah, get me yeah of course like people what people don't understand that fighters fight, fighters go through so much mentally on the lead up to a fight that, you know, you've got to, you've got to have your shit together. You mm -hmm. get me? And when I'm out there, I'm, 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 I'm training every day, but I'm also aware that I've, regardless of what's going on now in whether it was seven weeks, six weeks, I'm about to fight another man in a cage in front yeah. of thousands of people and I need to make sure I'm ready. So I, I will allow myself to be put through hell. And I do know like when we get four weeks out, it's, it's going to get, it's going to get really tough. Mm. You know what I mean? That was a bit of a, like, unnecessary situation from your opponent because while you were in Thailand, the guy backed out, am I right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, How many weeks was that leading up to the know, fight? Not, he, he didn't back out in the respect of what happened was 
with that was we was in Thailand mm-hmm. and the, the camp was going sick. Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram, yeah. Camp was going amazing. And then obviously my brother, you know, Chamayev landed um, and we started doing work. And all of a sudden, whether, it, listen, whatever happened, happened in it, but it was just a bit coincidental. We got a, we got a message from their team saying that Peter was injured. Do mm. I want to take the fight at a lighter, at a, at a heavier weight so we don't drop as much? Okay. So the fight was scheduled at 70 kilograms. And they said, do we want to make it 74? That's a big difference from fighting. It's a world, big isn't it? difference. It's a big difference. It's a lot of weight. So oh. because he's injured. So we're thinking, why are they telling us that he's got an injury? That don't usually happen. Do you mm. understand? Camps don't tell you what's going on. They kind of say if they need a weight, we they, they leave it to us to make our own assumptions of what's going on. Yeah, of course. So anyway, I must have posted a video of me and uh or no, no, tell a lie. There was footage leaked of me and um Chamayev uh in camp wrestling. Okay, yeah. And um, literally within three days later, we got the call off them. So we said, we we went back to them and said, look, take the fight at 72, pay us some P. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Kaya, we know he's getting paid good money. Yeah. Pay us some dough. And um, on top of what you're already getting paid? Yeah, he, I want to take some of his purse. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, we, we, we signed a contract at 70 kilograms. Do you know what I'm saying? If you, you don't want to make that, then we're talking business now, so... Is there a benefit to him being heavier? Of course it is going to be a benefit to him because he doesn't have to cut as much weight. That means he doesn't have to deplete his body down to as much. Yeah. Do you understand? So he must have been heavy at the time. too quick, innit? Yeah, so he must have been heavy at the time yeah. and he was probably struggling to drop the weight. So they've come to us and said, do you want to take it at a heavier weight? So I've said, listen, not 74, 72, and we'll take some dough. And they came back and said, nah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. We'll take it at seventy. So I said, "Sweet, no problem. See you in in in, in four weeks." So about five, four weeks time. Obviously, I come home. Then I've grafted my ass off. I've spent about seven thousand pound. Do you get what I'm saying? On, on, my, own, on my own hard earned money. On what? On the camp flights, oh, okay, accommodation, yeah, yeah. everything, bro. It's it's a lot of money. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? And then we get back. Not just that, bro. I spent time away from my children. Your family, you know, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, if people don't know, I haven't seen the first podcast. Kane's got three young boys, so. Yeah, man, I had to take, it was Christmas time and, you know, my family mm. celebrates Christmas. Yeah, you were in Thailand during Christmas, am I right? I was in, I, I was in Thailand f- for Christmas. Yeah, for I, Christmas. I left yeah. the children because I realised that how important this fight was yeah. for my career and for my legacy. Mm. And I knew there was kind of um, serious decisions in was terms of. God. It, yeah, just, I had to get out there, bro, as soon as possible to get the camp. Was um, this the biggest fight for you at that this point? Would have been, this, this, this would have been the biggest fight of of, of, um, of my career, just based on everything that we're, we're up to, you know. We, uh, every fight's the biggest fight, mm. you know, because you're being judged. You know, you lie, you're laying everything on the line as a fighter, you know. Everything I've built from scratch, from, from the mud, bro, with these bare hands, do you know what I'm saying? It's always on the line every time I fight. Do you get me? The brand, everything is on the line. And I and, and I believe in life, you know, you have to take risks. And I love fighting. I love competing. Um, and sacrifice have to be made. And the sacrifice that was made was me taking time away from my children, from my boys, from my family, from my mum. Which for me was a, a, it was a decision that had to get made. 
but don't get me wrong, I felt it. Mm. So then fight week comes now and I'm sat there and I've packed my bags, my flight's booked. I've just done seven weeks in Thailand, spent how much money, time away from my kids. I get a phone call on the Monday, the fight's on the Friday, I get a phone call on the Monday from my agent and she says, um, Kane. I just knew straight away. I said, uh, don't tell me. Oh yeah, because up until this point, you thought you're meeting at 72. No. Remember, they said they don't want to, they don't want to pay no money, don't want to do none of that. Okay, so just, the fight was the off? Fight was, no, the fight's on. Okay, the we'll fight. We'll see you later. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, listen, we'll just see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, sweet, no problem. Let's just do it. 70 key, bammed, because they didn't want to meet in the middle. So then I've got back. I'm struggling to sleep at this moment because I was the time zone. Trying to get my, I'm just getting my sleep right. I came home about 14 days, 13 days before the fight. So I knew that I would, my sleep was going to be out. So that's why I had to get back. Yeah, because Thailand, uh, when I went to Singapore, I think eight similar. hours. Eight hours is right. Eight hours okay. ahead, yeah. yeah. So I knew my time, my sleep was way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't forget, sleep and recovery is very vital, especially when you're cutting weight. So now I'm cutting weight, bro. Mm. So I'm cutting weight. I'm cutting weight. I've spent money. I've grafted my ass off for seven weeks. I've spent time away from my family. And this is a big fight. You know, co-main event at, at the free arena in, in Ireland in front of, I think it's 7,000 people live and however many, um, however many who would have been watching live. So for me, it was kind of like, this is, this is a big, 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 big situation. And then boom, we get the phone call saying he's pulled out. Yeah, that's a long thing. Do you get what I'm saying? What was, was your first thought when that happened? Was pain, it was painful, bro. You know, I had to sit there and I had to do what I always do when when adversity, hit, adversity hits me, bro. And what's you that? Know, look myself in the mirror and tell me we get through this, bro. It's light work. You just shake it off. Do you know what I'm saying? But I was pissed. I was pissed off, bro. So I came straight directly. I came straight directly to the gym the same day. All the boys, all the team was in here and, you know, the camaraderie in Manchester top teams, it's, it's, you, you won't understand, you know, shout out to Carl and the team, Lofty and Aaron, you know, the camaraderie of the team in here based on the professionalism that's been applied from the management, the camaraderie. And I came in and I said to everybody, look, boom, well, Prince already let everybody know that the fight was off. So when I came in, everyone was there, you know, ready. Mm. Like, what, what, what you want? What is it? So yeah, I said, yeah. listen, man, we'll just send them a message in it. And we called him out. And um, yeah, man, it was it, it was that. And then obviously my boy Junior, he was fighting on the card. Because me and him were supposed to be on the card together. Yeah, I saw this on Instagram. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it was like, well, my boy's fighting, so I still got to go. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So... Um, I, I just did came to the gym, trained, hit some pads, let out a bit of frustration. And then I got myself back home, got my shit together and I flew to, to Dublin on my own and went and met Junior out there and, and did the fight week with him. And then obviously on fight night, I seen Peter, you get me, and my man's taking pictures with all the fans, leaning over the barrier. Don't forget, you pulled out the fight yeah. because your rib was injured, bro. You get me? Mm. Next thing you know, my man's leaning over the barrier. Clearly, ain't got taking a million photos yeah. on 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 some celebrity thing. When you've just pulled out of a fight with me and could have let me know, my issue was you didn't even let us know that you wasn't gonna make it. He he, he said five weeks. All right, do you want the 
But then when you know, you know as a fighter. Yeah, you can't just back out last minute. Well, that's what I'm saying. You give me, he knows. You see, I've always had respect for Peter. This is the this is the thing that got me. He's he, he used to he's war badder back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be speaking on a regular basis. Where's he from? UK? You no, know, he's from Dublin. He's from okay. SBG okay, Island, cool. yeah. Don't forget my nana's Irish as well. That's another thing. My nana's from Drogheda. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So for me, it was one of them where I was going home. It was on my mum's birthday. Fight night was on my mum's birthday. Um, it was in my nana's country. Do you get what I'm saying? There was a lot. It was a, it was a, it was a lot. So I was frustrated, man. I went over there and I seen him and I just went up to him and just said, listen, bro, what happened? And he started giving it all, all the talk. And listen, at the end of the day, the fight didn't happen. Um, you know, and now he's took he's took another fight. He's took Benson Henderson, who you could say obviously he's a legend of the sport, and I I've got a lot of time and respect for Benson Henderson. But I feel like he's past it. He's past it, bro. The people, the fans, no one don't give a shit about that fight. Do you get me? The reality is, people want to see me and you fighting it, bro. Mm. Yeah. So why are you taking my man when everybody knows that me and you were supposed to? Now, not only did he pull out, and people know that you pulled out. Yeah, when you should have let man know or whatever your issue was or whatever, however you dealt with it. But now you're still not having took the rematch. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, look, it is what it is. We move forward, we dust it off. I've been in the gym every day since then. It's kind of like how everyone's kind of waiting for Fury and, not Fury, um, AJ and Wilder sort of thing. Yeah, it's it, for, for, for the like MMA scene. For the, yeah, for, for my fan anticipation for the MMA scene, it was a big fight. And especially now that all the controversy involved, it would have sold even more yeah. to see us fight. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So from a business perspective, it would have made sense for me and him to, to go at it. But, you know, he, he chose to go with Ben. So, you know, we'll see, man. But next down the line, I, 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 want, I want that work. Yeah. You get me? I want that. I want retribution for that. And believe me, when he comes against me on this next one, bro, listen, if we do ever get in there, believe me, I'll eat him alive. And, and I know that for a fact. You get me? He's not built like me, bro. And that's the difference. So. No, I believe you, bro. You on to the next, bro. <laughs> on to the next. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. So why would you want this? You know, there might be times where you're on holiday, for example, in Dubai, they don't allow you to go on some sort of websites, even some basic things like WhatsApp. Well, when you connect to ExpressVPN, which I have done before, it works perfectly fine, just as it should. And not only that, but ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I've got ExpressVPN running. It's so seamless that you would never know it's anything. Literally, all you got to do is tap one button and you're protected and the benefit is it's on all devices as well so whether on your phone your laptop your tablet your smart tv whatever the case may be there's no excuse for you not to be using it so what are you waiting for protect your online activity today using the vpn rated number one by business insider so visit my exclusive link expressvpn.com forward slash ceo cost and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package once again that's expressvpn.com forward slash ceo cost and get protected today so click the link in the description to learn more so sub world you know, it's a sub world, bro. Yeah. It's a sub world. People only want to support success when it's at the height of it and not not on the ground up. You know, the only way mm. you get the support is from, you know, bringing people in like from a YouTube perspective. I feel like you get the support though because you're open and honest. Mm. Yo, guys, I need your support. We need to get these subs. I need this, I need this, I need... You just open and honest with people and you don't try to blow your trumpet above 
where you are. You just keep it 100 from that perspective. So you get the buy-in with that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, true. So, and yeah. now people have kind of bought into that. Now things like the what, little bits and bobs. Like, it's kind of like, oh shit, our support is actually doing something. Doing something do you get <laughs> yeah. me? And that's when they buy in again and go again. Do you get me? So Yeah, no, true. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really think of it like that. But I mean, I suppose, yeah, I mean, I do appreciate all the support regardless of, course, of you know, what, what, what we get and where we get things. Nah, of course. It's, but it's you can ho- tell solid. that you appreciate the support, bro, man. Nah, it's got to be done, man. Because at, at the end of the day, the people watching, the subscribers, the people that I know have got me to the places where I am today. Bro. So I don't understand. This is a, one thing that bugs me, yeah? You see people that become celebrities and then they yeah. go clear on the whole audience. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, they don't apply to the DMs. Don't make, don't make they sense. don't do nothing. Don't I'm just sense. like, bro, like... Don't make sense. These lot got you here and now sense. you're going clear on them. Like, come on. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Make, make it make sense. You know who don't do that? Keep it humble on that. You know who doesn't do that? KSI. Yeah. noticed he sticks with his original... With with his original... um. Personality in that, innit? Yeah, he sticks with it, bro. Yeah, he's, he's a man, man. Yeah, so just one last thing with the MMA world, yeah? Just to yeah. understand this, yeah? Because I, I, I didn't really understand when I first met you, yeah? Yeah. So you fight for Bellator right now, yeah? Yeah. What, what's like? What's that compared to UFC? Because obviously everyone knows it's MMA, you know, UFC. Of course, yeah. Khabib, you know. Uh, well, you got, obviously, you got, you got UFC, who obviously been doing this thing from the dawn of day, they were the originals. Yeah. And then obviously you've had uh, Bellator quickly follow up and... Um, you know, the difference between um, Bellator and UFC is obviously the, the, the history, you know, mm. um, the audience, you know. Uh, but from from a perspective of, from, from my perspective of level of competition is very high in Bellator. Mm. You know, the size of the events that Bellator put on are amazing. You know, uh, the pay, you know, there ain't really too much difference. It's just obviously UFC or UFC. Yeah. And that's the top and bottom. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, um, in terms of the level of competition that we can be facing, it's, it's, it's heavy, bro. There's, there's there's some serious fights in there, there's some serious competitors. And a lot of a lot of UFC fighters have come over to Bellator anyway. You know, Yaro Romero's just co- competed and um, Rory McDonald was one of the first to big, Big UFC stars to come over to, come over to Bellator. So I feel like Bellator's doing a lot, man. It's a, it's a great promotion, and um, I'm happy to be a part of it. You know what? I, was, I saw a clip on Instagram. Wherever you, you might have seen it, you might have not. Have, it was with uh, Jake Paul, um, a, a UFC fighter. I can't remember his name. Right, and they were basically saying the UFC fighter used to fight for under the UFC, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were saying that basically compared to that, the money UFC makes from the fights itself, the UFC fighters who are putting their lives on the line are getting uh-huh. paid shit money, basically. You know what? If I'm going to be honest, yeah, I kind of have a bit of a different outlook on it. I feel like, yeah, the UFC should be paying fighters more. But at the same time, I see the type of stuff that UFC do in the background, you know, the UFC Performance Institute, the UFC Apex, all these things that the UFC do to help grow the sport they've got. I think they've got one in Singapore, which is like a UFC um, Performance Institute for fighters. Over. So they are actually reinvesting that money to actually grow UFC. the sport. Do you yeah. know, it's not UFC, it's actual the sport of MMA. You know, they've got obviously UFC Fight Pass and obviously all the up and coming shows are now on there. You have Cage Warriors on there. You have a lot of other up and coming shows where UFC kind of give them the scope on their fight pass, which is their their mm. viewing app. So you know, no one can ever knock the UFC for what they do because at the end of the day, they've got a bigger picture, and the bigger picture is not probably, you know, 
it's the long it's a it's a long term of the sport. Long term so, vision for it, innit? Yeah, and you know, it's a fastly growing sport in the world, bro, in the history of um um combat sports as yeah. well. Not even well, not combat sports, sports in general. So, you know, they're doing something right. I do believe that the fighters should get more. Mm. But once again, like I said to you, I see what they're doing for the sport itself. So it's a double edged sword. Mm. Do you get me? I do believe that the fighters should get more. So uh, would you one day hope to go to the UFC or Stick with Bellator. To be honest with you, bro, like like I'm saying, Bellator's doing amazing things at yeah. the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. So you UFC. don't see no reason to change? No, because you see UFC fighters coming over to Bellator. You know, everyone thinks UFC is the be all and end all. It's not, mm. you know, it's just, the, like I said, the audience, the platform. But in terms of, you know, in the sport, competing, high level competition, is, there is a lot of other um, organizations out there. And Bellator being, you know, in my eyes, the second biggest MMA organization in the world. Yeah, you know, it's a, when I think about it, it's a complete different um, business model to, for example, boxing. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, UFC fighters, the UFC are promoting the, both the fighters in the ring. Of course. Whereas if you've got someone like, you know, uh, Tyson Fury and AJ, yes. that's Matchroom. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, um, shit, I forgot. Uh, Who's Hamza under? Frank Warren, what's his one? Frank Warren. Huh? You've got... Um, what are the Green, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and you've got Thingy as well. You've got Mayweather promotions. Yeah, exactly. You've, you've got, got so many different promotions, yeah. which is De La Hoya. Yeah, so it's the same different, in the respect. Different ones. Khan's got his ones now yeah, as well. Yeah, It's the same. It's the same in in that respect. The different promotion, but what the difference is with them yeah. promoters? Yeah, they bring their fighters together to compete. Where UFC, everybody falls. All these MMA under, organizations, yeah. you're on the roster, so you fall under, and you won't compete against anyone else in any other uh, any other organization. You'll just yeah. fight under the um, UFC or the Bellator banner yeah it's mad well no thank you for explaining the fighting man <laughs> no of course man anything else that you want to anything else that you want to kind of um, understand about MMA just let me know man you know I feel like I feel like I've, you've covered quite a bit of MMA mm. um, I don't really have more questions you got anything on your mind regarding MMA nah I just feel like I feel like what people need to understand is that the sport of MMA bro the way that these athletes are comp the, these the, these athletes are training. Mm. It's ridiculous, bro. You know, it's if you want to be a world class athlete in in MMA, you've got to really and truly be doing four hours a day, two in the morning, two in the evening. Four hours know. a day doesn't seem like a lot, though. No, but when you're working consistently, when I say like, don't forget, this isn't sat behind a. Yeah, yeah, that's you this get is what I'm saying. Physical work, this is full on physical work. Not always necessarily hard. You can do technical drills, but just to focus on one sport, like you know, footballers get up in the morning. Yeah, they go and train, train and then that's them. That's them done for the day. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. they compete every every weekend. Though, mm. whereas with um, with MMA. You, you might only fight three times a year, but you've got to stay on, on job, on job it, all yeah. year round. Because if you're not, you can fall off. And then the, your opponent who's been training for X amount every single time. Oh, you can't afford to fall off. There's yeah, no yeah, time. Yeah. The sports evolve so much that it shows that you can't, You you there's no time to fall off. You have to be in the gym, head in the game, whether you're in the gym with your team or you're at home or you're in your home gym or you're doing something to better yourself, your mm. mobility, your strength and conditioning you know, your technical work, even your brain, the brain's very important. People don't understand how vital brain work is. Do you know what I'm saying? Going what sort of brain work? Going watching fights. Yeah. Um, understanding the game from a strategic perspective. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Um, watching other cultures at the same time, opening, because there's always so much to learn. Other people are constantly bringing new things to the table. So, like I, you know, the, the, the head, the coach team here, they say to the fighters, listen, guys, we want you learning constantly. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Whether you're in the gym learning, you're at home learning, you're doing bits, make sure you're doing your, your stretching, your mobility, your S and C. There's so many different aspects to this sport right now and the game's moving at such a fast pace that if you don't, if you don't get your shit together, you'll get sussed out down the line. So with last week with MMA, I was going to say this is, I think this is the reason why MMA is the fastest growing. I think up until a point before the whole YouTube boxing started, I think boxing was kind of almost at a pinnacle. Yeah. Right. Everyone knew what boxing was. You yeah. Know, you knew who was fighting or whatnot. Um, and it kind of, the growth stagnated. Yeah. And I think since the YouTube thing started happening, I think that's when it started you know, going rapid again. Yeah. But then there's also uh, YouTubers doing MMA fights as well. So that's kind of growing that industry as well. So it's, Yeah, it's I feel like I've, I'm, all, I'm all for the YouTube um, yeah. involvement in the sports of uh, like boxing and MMA. I feel like, you know, they've got a different audience. Mm. They're bringing eyes onto the sport. Mm. You know, the, the, you know, Jake Paul, you see what he's doing in the sport of boxing. He's he's supporting that. He's, you know, he's he's got fighters now that he's trying to yeah. push and, I really respect what what, he's doing. what these guys are doing because don't get it twisted. These guys are fighting. They're not actually just, they're yeah. actually working to go in and, and, and compete like that. Like we said, Ryan's fight, you've seen that night, that mm. night there, that was a big showcase. So talk to me about that. When's the, when Ryan told you that he's doing a fight, obviously you were in his corner. Yeah. Uh, but I know you've known him for time anyway. Yeah. So what was your first thoughts when he told you that, listen, Kane, I'm fighting? Um, I feel like with, with, when Ryan told me he was fighting, I already knew prior to that that Ryan wanted to fight. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And Ryan expressed to me, you know, how how much he actually wanted to to get in the ring and and, and, and fight. And, you know, Ryan's character, that's, he's a fiery character. He's a competitor, mm. you know. He's, he's a professional BMXer and, and don't get it twisted. Anyone who knows about, um, like, aggressive um, extreme sports, BMXing's very tough, bro. Yeah. Like it's up there, it's ruthless. If you see some of them guys when they wrap up, they mess up on the ramps, bro. They're breaking arms, neck, ribs, yeah, everything. Yeah, and then you get a man going down water slides you and all that. You get what I'm saying? And then obviously he just took it to, to a whole nother level with his thing. So, you know, when he said to me that he wanted to fight, I was obviously backing him. I told him it's not a joke though. I said to him, listen, take it serious. And he was in the gym and he was working hard. And obviously, the, the, you know, the event came around and, it was it was fun, man. It was fun. It was exciting. What was you doing in in your in his corner? What was like your sort of role? Because obviously, like I said, you I know you were there. Yeah. But I didn't really see you for the whole night up until after his fight. Yeah. So what so was you doing? My role is just obviously being 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 with him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, bringing my experience to the table. Obviously, I do MMA, but I've got a good knowledge, decent knowledge in boxing. So we kind of I didn't work with him for that for that camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just spoke to him on the phone. Moral support obviously, ones. Moral support ones. And um, then I just said, obviously, when it's fight week, I'm going to be there. Obviously, standard procedure, I'm going to be there. So we went there, fight week. And my thing was more just prepping him mentally. Because, yeah. bro, he, he, in his head, he was getting in there and he was... He was gonna do this kid, and that that was that was the that was the plan from from the off from the beginning. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then obviously, like I'm saying to, um, we went over a few bits. You know, I got in the ring with him, took him on the pads, felt him out, gave him some bits of um, bits of advice, bits of support. Uh, and my thing was more just getting into his mind because we weren't playing games. He came there, and he was going in there to win and take the kid out. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? 
And then obviously the event happens and bro, the magnitude of that event. Pff, he took the kid out for sure. <laughs> until, yeah, he definitely took him out. But the magnitude of that event, what that people did, bro, and that was a big for your first ever. Hats off to all of them YouTubers who fought on that yeah. event because even me at my level, even my last fight when I fought in Wembley, it was similar crowd, mm. but the atmosphere was a little bit different. Yeah. This atmosphere was, was, was wild. Was wild you yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So atmosphere plays a big um, part in it. But hats off to Ryan, man. He got in there. He didn't think the guy was going to roll over like some little bitch. He didn't think that was going to happen. He didn't think he was going to roll over. It was almost like a like a, a way to escape. Yeah, fight, he wanted it? a way out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously Ryan's just filled with emotions and look at the event it's a massive yeah, of course, massive yeah. event it was filled with emotion and the frustration because the guy was running his mouth do you understand mm. and he's not a professional fighter you get me so he, he, he's a street kid at the end of the day yeah you know and um he just let his emotions out and he, he the, his emotions got the better of him he stuck the knot on the kid the kid rolled around and obviously that weren't what what should have happened? The guy should have. He should have got up, bro. He yeah. should have carried on fighting. He was rolling around, and that's why the on. fight went the way it did. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if he would have got back up and shown the referee there was no issue, he would have carried on. Kristen. Um, yeah, their fight went he, on. He was headbutting. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Do you whole know what time. I'm saying? But it's just the guy yeah. that he was fighting really wanted to take him out, and that was the difference. So the guy he, who he was fighting had the hunger to. He had compete. the hunger to compete. Yeah. Where Ryan's guy told Ryan the star said, "Listen, he's looking for a way out." Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, man, look, he, he, he stuck the nut on the kid uh, and the kid rolled over like a little woman and that's why the fight got stopped. So hats off to Ryan, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the guy puts himself in the firing line. He's not, he's not afraid. He steps up and a lot of people can talk the talk, but not a lot of people are willing to walk the walk and yeah, he was in sure. there ready to walk the walk at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, he's in there competing. So what a fight's a fight, in it? So what happened would have happened. So... Nah, man, he's, he's hungry to go again, man. And I'll be in his corner once again. That's my brother, man. He's a real one. You get me? So mm. shout out to Ryan. Say, you know. <laughs> Ryan, if you see this, I'm pretty sure everyone wants to see you back in the ring. You get me? Soon come, man. Soon come. When's your next fight, King? Uh, hopefully, you know, there's a there's a show in September. So I've been, my name's been put forward for September. It's a bit of, bit of a wait away, to be fair, but nothing I can do. I'm signed to mm. Bellator, so I think we're going to go in September. September, yeah? Yeah. Would you know who the opponent is? Have any idea? Not yet. Okay, so you, you, it's just up to you. You just got to train, be on point. I've just got to be, I've just got to focus on me. Same way, I, I always, it doesn't matter about what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter mm. what other brands are doing in respect of. Main thing is focus on battle, focus on me, focus on Kane, my fight game, my fight strategy, who I am as a person. You know, I just need to build on me and that's 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 what the focus is. Let's go back to Bada, right? Because yeah. in the car, um, I don't know how much you want to say here on the podcast, but in yeah. the car, you were telling me that you're now 100% shareholder. Yeah, well, you know. Um, back when we done the podcast, yeah, no, the first one. Yeah, you know, it's there's been a shift in the business, which is which is great. You yeah. know, um, I've got two of my other team members, two team members who are, um, management who are going to be coming in on on on, on shares in the business mm -hmm. who um who are very valuable to the business who, who I've got a lot of time and respect for um and we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna work it out but in terms of me now you know it's it's, it's me it's better it's me now it's it's uh, you know business partners have kind of um situations has changed it's evolved which is exciting which is it very exciting? 
Yes, bro. You okay? These are my brothers, man. We've got some some of the brothers from Cameroon living in the dorms, but we'll get onto that as well. <laughs> but yeah, you, you shit yourself then. Oh, like, no, he's thinking, Ras, no, he's going to I think he broke the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you, buddy? You good, though? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it's exciting, man. You know, it's, 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 it's. It's my baby. It's my. Mm. It's 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 on me to to do the damn thing. I'm I'm run it. So my question would be, how how do you, how have you found that change? You know, has it been beneficial? Has it been good? Has it been? It must have been a lot harder because you've had to probably pick a few thing of, uh, things of their things up. Yeah, you know I mean? I, look, everything. Like I said to you, I, you know, every bit of challenge, without stress, mm. without stress, mental stress, physical stress, there's no growth. Mentally. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel like to, if there's not stress, it's it's too easy, it's too simple. Yeah, but what I'm saying is in life life's about what elevation. Yeah. Becoming better. And how do we if 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 you stress your muscles, what happens to them? Start tensing, start aching after a while. Yeah, but what happens? What's the actual physio- physiological um I'm, I'm just testing you a little they, bit they now. They grow. Exactly. They grow what? They grow bigger, bigger and and stronger. Exactly. So that's stress. I totally didn't have help from the... Yeah, from but that is... My, we, we pulled it together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, like I'm saying, it's stress, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And without stress, mental stress, you go for an exam and you've got to learn. Your brain's burnt out. You're thinking, oh, you've got to learn. That's stress. Once we get stressed and we deal with it, we grow stronger. Mm. And in this situation, it's just another beautiful opportunity for me to have some more stress so more growth comes and I can elevate myself and it's 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 a great time. Have you, I don't want to say preferred it, but, you know, you're, obviously you've experienced being business partners and you've also now experienced being a solo director yeah. at the moment. What, what Where's your mind lie? Like, what, what would you say is... Bro, it's the same, same as it's, 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 it's all on me. Yeah. And that's, same with everybody it's all on you it's all on yourself to 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 make shit work mm. do you know what i'm saying so everything's all on me but i've got a great team you know i've got um i've got i've got a solid team behind me don't get it twisted we've got a sick management team in place mm. um and the team's actually growing we've had new people coming into the business which is going to be amazing um adding solid bits of infrastructure I can see the smile on your face right now. It seems like you're excited for what's oh, about bro, to happen. Oh, listen, don't ever think that there's not a plan and strategy, yeah. uh, you know, to this thing. Um, and, I, and you know what? At the same time, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful to my two business partners who were with me originally. Yeah. Shout out to Carl and Roger. You know, them two stood by me, believed in me. And we built something so beautiful and so amazing. And um, shout out to Carl for coming up with with the idea and coming to me with it and, and we've ran with it and look where we're up to now. So, you know, gratitude is something that, that this situation leaves me with though at the same time. I mm. never um I never forget where I come from. So chat to me. We've obviously you've just released a new drop. Yes. Yeah. So how do you campaign it? How do you, you know, market it, get it out to the masses? Yeah, so the main thing, like I say, is with with what for me, what I like to do is obviously we're moving in we're in an age where fashion is fashion is fast. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and we're not a fast fashion brand. I don't like to fall into the fast fashion brand bracket. You know, we're here for longevity. We're not here for, for a short time. Mm. You know, we're here for... The, the you want better to outgrow you. It's going to outgrow me. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 
it's going to outgrow me because of the message and what it represents and the quality of the garments and the style and yeah. you know but it's kind of like each campaign each each collection has a feel you know what does what do we feel so we sit down as a team and we talk about what do we feel what does the what does the collection give us or what we're we thinking moving forward with it and we kind of have an um an element and luckily I've got creative people within my team who can come with creative ideas and then we kind of obviously look I want to tell everybody Facebook um and Google ads these type of email um email flows you have to make sure you've got a good team in place mm. to put them in because without them businesses like ourselves they don't have as much traction you need them you see you them popping push up. It, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to push them and you have to get the spend right what about TikTok to, you lot on that yet TikTok we've started but we've started building our, our TikTok up which is great you yeah. know um and obviously we've got uh we've got our Instagram which is organic and we've got a lot of um real people that love mm. when, when we come up with our creative campaign so we've got a lot of ideas and we're going to bring some creative spins to the table man it's it's a bit boring fashion i feel yeah i feel like it's a bit boring people bring something to it. it's like kind of let's let's create something i feel like people aren't as creative with the way they show and tell the story exactly, exactly. Like i'm already obviously i'm not, i know i'm not part of the battle team but i mean yeah, i've course. got some ideas to pitch to you 100%. i've got i, I could just see Send it in my head of like ads and stuff like that Bro, you know what listen mean? i'm one of them I'm, I'm an open book and especially you with your creativity how you, how you put things together especially with your with your with your podcasts and everything, I'm I'm open minded, man. So send them over, bro. No, 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 I got, I got you might see some mind. of them come to life. <laughs> What's what like the, the maddest thing you've done in terms of marketing wise or battle? Oh well, there was one shoot where um, we come up with a creative campaign where it was basically um, it was um, we used a heady one tracksuit, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, tracksuit yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a banger, and obviously we we we, we, we were pushing tracksuits out. So what we did was. We've done some sick videos, yeah. If you if you got time, go back on our Instagram and scroll down. You'll see some of our sick campaigns. But this one was kind of we had to speak to the um, the club live mm -hmm. and tell them that we wanted to film a campaign. So we literally had to pull up outside live and um, had to film the the, um, the 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 camera crew, and we basically had to film us getting out of the car, going to the door. There was a guy in a shirt, one of our actors in a shirt, trying to get in, dressed in a shirt, and yeah. he looked fresh, and he couldn't get in. And we pull up wearing the tracksuits. You and as we got, The guy just pushed him to the side, and we just rolled through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was, bro, that was a mad, mad, mad campaign. We had to shoot it about four or five times. And that? people are normally, yeah. people are just really trying to get in the club. Mm. And we're like holding up the the queue, the crowd in the middle of town. You get me doing about four also, or five times. this is wild. Actual clubs bro, still going on. this is a club night. Also, you didn't even shut the club or anything? This is no, this was the queue. So we literally had to, we had to shoot it about three, four times. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did the bounce over in the beginning say, So check Yo, what listen. we did though. Check how we span it, yeah? So once we walked through, yeah. we had the bouncer. We panned back to the bouncer and he actually had a badder t-shirt on. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. kind of just, it, it made it all sit in. It was a bit of a creative idea and it was good, bro. That was probably one of our most out there one because we were in town mm. and we're t doing about four or five takes, pulling up, getting out. It was a mad thing, but mm. you know, that's what we do, man. We're badder, man. We're daring. How do you top that now with this? We've got some ideas, bro. Yeah. We've got some stuff coming. We've got so, a lot of, a lot of creative ideas. Um, 
and it's about telling stories you know it's about telling stories and the brand message getting the brand message across and it's kind of letting people understand that you know badder is not just about fighters mm. you know it's not it's not just for fighters in that respect it's it's for that's a mindset to understand that we represent that mindset so it's all it's all about how do you tell that story in different scenarios d- different scenarios yeah. different fields and we've got some good ideas that we're we're working on and it's it's going to be good and that's the difference i think people buy into the fact that we take time to put time and effort into get our message across and mm. bro, the the brand's about motivation and inspiration do you know what i mean and, and determination and that's the message that we're trying to to get through obviously i know you know with brands people start companies because uh, you know it brings in income of course right? i want you to tell me if this is the case because i get the i get the vibe and feel from you that that's like you don't matter too much about that you don't really care too much about that but you want the message out there no don't get it wrong we're bothered about we're yeah, bothered, about, you, you we're know, bothered no. about the money because mm. that's what business is for. Yeah, yeah of don't, course, yeah, don't of get course. It but and the message I'll no, say is the, more the message, important to you. No, the message is very important, bro. Mm. The message and because without without one, there's mm. none. Yeah, yeah. Of Do you course. understand? Yeah. Without the finance, there's no message. Mm. Do you understand? So you have to make sure that you focus on the finance. And the bigger the finance, the bigger the message. True. So yeah. Do you get what I'm saying to yeah. you? So don't get it twisted. The message is very, very, very important. Mm. You know. And the finance is also important because what the big, like again, more finance we can do, more campaigns, we can actually impact more people. You know, I told you what a kind of, you know, it's a give back scheme, the badder give back scheme. Anything I do, if I go to schools, you know, you spoke about Mm. being asked, I've done numerous school um, motivational um, speaking to, to the younger generation. And that's me giving back, but it's also the brand giving back. So it's all about the message. But it's also, you know, it, we're focused on, 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 on the bottom line, on the numbers, because obviously down the line, be, the be all and end all for me is being able to create something that can impact people's lives in a positive way. Mm. And, you know, that's what's more important. It, it, that, in the end, I understand what you're saying. It is that it's to be able to impact people's lives in a positive way. And my, my method is by training people and providing clothes that mean something and people can wear it and get strength from it. You know, we used to, one of our, um, one of our slogans used to be strength through clothing. Strength and clothing. Strength through clothing. Strength through clothing. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is, um, one day I was out in town and someone come up to me and they've gone, this guy come up to me and he's like, yo, Kane, um, just wanted to let you know, bro, your brand's sick. I was like, oh, thank you, bro. Like, you get me? And my mom's like, um, Nah, listen, <laughs> this guy was not, he weren't messing about. The guy said, listen, when I put on a badder tracksuit, mate, I walk out like, right, if anyone wants it with me. Mm. I can have it. I was that, that. It can't that, make you feel like that. But it no, can't but make you feel at like that. that moment is when I realised that we had something. Okay, yeah. Do you understand me, bro? Mm. When I realised that people are wearing our clothes and feeling stronger mentally mm. from a piece of clothing, that's when I say we're not here for a short term. We're here for a long time because the message remains the same, and our people understand that that's that's what we represent. Yeah, yeah look, check check this, Kenya. I want you to see something because that, like I said, the tracksuit can make you feel like the man. Yeah, yeah. You've probably already seen this already, but look. Firstly, just the way it fits, the fit and finish just makes your muscles pop out. So you already walk out feeling like yeah, yeah, man's yeah. yeah. Right, wham let me see that. Let me see, let me see how yeah. you're holding it. You're thinking, okay, man's wham sort of thing. Yeah. 
yeah. you're holding it. You're and holding the message it. that it conveys, it says it on the sleeve right there, and I'm just like, yo. Can we see that? Can we see I'll, that? I'll put a picture on the Yeah, I'll put the picture anyway, on yeah. there. But that's I'll, exactly, like, that's yo. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And that's for me, that's, that, that me, this is what it's about, bro. That's what I'm saying. You understand me? When the brand can impact somebody like this and give, that's me being able, well, that's us, that's the team being able to impact people's lives in a mm. positive way, bro. Like, yeah. what more can you ask for? Yeah, no, no, clothing that makes you feel good, that conveys a great message. Yeah, I'm saying, and it's you just know. like I said, I can't wait to kind of, now, you know, the transition's happening. Mm. We've been doing a lot behind the scenes. There's been a lot going on. Mm. And I can't wait to kind of, like, hit people with the expansion of the collections and let people get many different looks from Bado as well. Yeah, different things, in it. You know what I'm saying? This is why I feel like a fighter, uh, someone who's very competitive, yeah. can start a business and be successful because... There's probably so many things you learn in the fighting mode that yeah. you easily bring to the world of business. 100%. From, you know, finding people, right people in your corner, uh-huh. aka bringing in the people for the team, uh-huh. skilled people, uh-huh. you know, promoting in that yeah. sense, brand building, all of that. I feel like that combined in your fighting world, you bring it to your entrepreneur world and I feel like you got yeah, I feel a like, recipe right there. You know what? I feel like not everything works for everyone. Mm. You know, you can't see my situation and think that it's going to work for yourself. I'm not saying it can't. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Everybody's specific. Everyone's individual. What works for me might not work specifically for for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But you still have to grab inspiration from around the place. And Mm. and I feel like fighter spirit, like the brand keeps saying, fighter spirit does not necessarily mean just being an actual fighter. Mm. You know, I keep saying everybody has... Fighter of life. Yes, bro. You get me? Everyone needs to be competitive have that competitive edge that competitive spirit and I feel like obviously that's something I've been blessed with and I've had to build on it work on it mm. self-belief is something that you know regardless of who who you are you know there's always doubt that's cast upon your mental you know times where it comes in whether it's stronger at certain times and lesser at certain times we all have it you know mm. um, and it's being able to reassure yourself once again there's only you you and the person in the mirror man that's a true like the true ex- un- existence of life in it bro like mm. it's you how you perceive things how you carry yourself how you conduct yourself how you motivate yourself um your dreams your aspirations it's all about yourself and i feel like i've had to work on myself still working on myself I've got a lot honestly bro when I say I've got so much um, development uh, that it, it fills me with excitement yeah I can tell how do you find motivation within yourself you know the times when you're sitting there well, I don't think you're ever sitting there to be fair but I mean like mm. in times when someone might be sitting there either in bed or just sitting down thinking like bruv I don't know what I'm doing like don't know the direction I'm going I don't know how to get to that that place where I'm trying to go I'm not motivated right now. <laughs> do you know mm. what I mean? How do you find that motivation? I'll be real. I've had it. I've had it at times like that. I think everyone has it in times like that. Oh, like I just said to you, it comes, it comes in waves. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? For me, I feel like I'm most on it when I'm in the gym. Because that's a, a biological, that's um, chem, that's chemical release, endorphin mm. release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see people, you see like, um, you see David uh, Goggins. Yeah. When does his um, his inspiration feel like it's got the most fire? Probably in the gym. When he's actually doing what? When he's running. Yeah. You see when he's running. 
and he talks. The passion, the power, the strength mm. is there because the endorphins are being released. But I feel like not just not just in the gym or physically running or doing anything physical, but you know, in the in the in the period when you're in the gym consistently. Yeah. Right? Because when of, yeah, but that's it. what I'm saying. That's because you're having a consistent hit of endorphin. Fair enough, yeah, but then it will last throughout. Well, it's it not necessarily will last throughout, but what I'm saying, yeah, because you're constantly topping up your endorphins. Mm. So yeah, but because this, this is what I'm saying. In the times where I find myself, I'll give you an example, yeah, and it's, I don't want to sign this like a bad example. Ramadan came, yeah? Uh-huh. I went in gym. Okay. And as much as I am feeling spiritually better, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling as 100% motivated because I'm not in the gym. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The but gym, why wasn't you in the gym? Because I was fasting, didn't have the energy. I always told myself that after iftar, I'll be in the gym sort of thing. But then my gym closes at 10 a.m., uh, 10 p.m., sorry. By the time okay. you break your fast, you can go pray. It's not happening. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you are not exercising. Mm. Like you just said, when you're in the gym, you feel stronger. Yeah. Physically, mentally. That's why I, I tell everybody, get in the gym. Do some form of exercise. Release them on dolphins. Don't expect it to happen overnight, but you need to stay consistent with it. I feel yeah, like, yeah. That you know, now, now, you, now, now we're speaking about it. I feel like exercise, bro. Like, you know, I, I work out all the time. Mm. I feel stress all the time. You know, cortisol release into the body. Yeah. Um, but the endorphin, we, we, balance we work with the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like self-reflection, bro, and, it always comes down to your belief system, mm. you know. I get up and I'm like, I can't, I can't be bothered going today. Watch something motivational. Even myself, I might put something on and, and get inspired by it. I might watch something on YouTube and think, because think I'm tired, I might not want to get up. If, it, if, if I might just watch something. I'm always, me, I'm always going to get up, yeah. But there's days when I might just be lagging a little bit mentally and I think, Let's put something on and I watch someone and I someone that I respect and the team. Mm. Get up, go and get it done. Stop fucking being weak minded. And I know it's not necessarily. I don't like to call people weak because it's not it's not right. You understand? We all go through yeah. challenging times, and I know some people have deal with it in different deal ways. Deal with it in different ways, and some people are blessed with um, that 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 fire and that desire. So for me, it's kind of like. I understand exactly where I want to get hmm. because I've set the vision in my head of what I want to achieve. And as you can see, it's it, we're speaking it, we're speaking, speaking it, into it into existence. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's casting a spell. Hmm. You know, I feel like sometimes when I'm not talking it to my people around me, my team, things slow down a little bit, bro. Hmm. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It slows down a little bit and when you start talking it and believing in it and saying it's going to happen and knowing that, the bro, you've just got to accept that this shit ain't easy. No, it ain't. That's one of the biggest things, bro, is understanding and accepting that this shit is not easy. It's hard. But that's why so much reward is at the end because not everybody can do it. Hmm. So it's understanding for me, it's like I know where I want to get. And I know if I stay in my house and don't move, I'm going to slow down the pace of me getting to what, what I want to get. And to be fair with you, bro, you know, I'm, I'm very kind of like aware of like family time as well. I wanted and, to ask, yeah, how do you, 
how do you balance obviously your fighter your yeah. entrepreneur your dad how do you balance all of that being a dad itself is a full-time job especially yeah. when you've got three young boys yeah you know what i mean so how do you balance that being a fighter and being an entrepreneur it's tough mm. it's tough bro it's tough and i i get up in the morning i go to the gym i train i'm straight to the office i do my office work and then i'm either back to the gym to train or i'm spending time with the children and i just understand that because i've got so so much on I have to find time to rest, which is very vital, mm. which I can I, I do struggle with from time to time. But I just understand that I have to just keep moving, bro. But the great thing is when I sit down and I want to rest, I get fidgety. Do you get me? Yeah. Because I'm so conditioned to getting up and going. So I feel like everything that I've got at the moment, I deal with it because I've conditioned myself to get up and go. So, you know, I just don't stop. I get up every morning and, and, and I st routine. Routine, bro. Most important thing. Oh. Yeah. Routine. You know, I know exactly. I could, bro, I can tell you every, everything I'm doing from, I get up. I get up at probably about 6, 6 a.m. every morning. Yeah. Do me a favor. As you say your your day, include your nutrition into it as well. Okay. Because I want to understand that as okay. well. Okay. So, you know, nutrition is very important. Yeah. People don't under understand how important that nutrition is, you know, in the morning, nine times out of 10, mm. there is intermittent fasting that should be happening as well, which I'm trying to work on at the moment mm -hmm. because it does so many benefits for it as well. Intermittent fasting as yeah. well, there's a lot of benefits for it. I'm not currently fully active with it at the moment, but generally I get up at six o'clock and make sure instantly I drink minimum 500 millimeters of um, mil mils, of um, water. Yep. And then obviously I might have some form of like, I like natural ginseng. So I might take some ginseng tablets. Um, then I jump up and make sure that I sit down and just take a little bit of time just to get my thoughts right. And then obviously I put my porridge on. Mm -hmm. I make my porridge. And the reason why I have porridge and fruit and honey is because with porridge it's a long it's a it's a long lasting energy source yeah, yeah. slow calorie burner ones not necessarily it is it's a slow calorie burner in that respect but what what i'm saying is that when you get porridge into your system mm -hmm. it gives you a consistent run of energy rather you, than a burst yeah with like cereal okay yeah because they're obviously high insulin sugar, spike yeah, yeah, yeah. you go up and you crash right back down. Yeah. Do you understand? That's why you see people who have to have cereal or something that's high in sugar. They go, oh, then they have a coffee. Mm. Then they go down. Then they have a Red Bull. And they're constantly doing this. Whereas when you have porridge and you're drinking your water consistently and you're having your natural fruit, your natural sugar like your berries, berries are very good for energy. Yeah. Strawberries, berries. And I make sure that that's fundamental. I have some coffee. I like my coffee. Um, and then... Obviously, I take on my vitamins, my multivitamins, my vitamin C, my omega-3, like I said, my ginseng, you know, my magnesium, um, my zinc. You know, there's other things that I take. Shilajit, which is like, um, it's got like, I think it's got like 84 natural mineral properties in it. Okay, from cool. the Himalayan mountains. So yeah. if you, you don't know about Shilajit, go and look it up. I'm on this. 
it's good for, for especially for men. It helps with your strength, your power. Um, and then obviously I drink more water. I make sure that I drink at least three, minimum three liters of water a day. When mm -hmm. I don't drink three liters of water, bro, trust me, I'm so sensitive, sensitive to it. I can feel it. You can feel it, yeah. Hundred percent mentally as well. Mm. The clarity of my mind is not as clear when I'm dehydrated. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So three liters of water, I've run out through the day, but make sure in the morning I have my porridge, my water, and my vitamins. Then um, by that's by eight o'clock I'm leaving. Uh, I do also at the same time. Sometimes I pick up my my little cousin because he was kind of he's been he was down a bit of a, a bit of a bad role. So recently I've been picking him up and bringing him to the gym. So we get to the gym for about we get to the gym for about ten o'clock. Okay, cool. I get in the gym. I train for two hours from ten to twelve. Yeah. I eat some food. We've got box co actually in the gym now. So just over there, you'll see we've actually got a healthy eating diner there, so I can eat and then I'm straight to the office. Okay, cool. I go to the office. I'm in the office for about about four to five hours every day. Mm -hmm. I'm working from there. And Same office as where we done the first podcast. Where we yeah? did the first podcast. And then from there, I'm either like I said, I'm either going back to the gym if I'm in camp. Yep. I've got a gym. It, where I where I live actually I've got a, a gym in the facility which is great, um, so I can actually go there, you know, and then I go home and I spend some time with 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 with, with the boys, man, and mm. I just stick with that routine, bro, and that routine allows me to, as long as I stick to that routine, there's growth within that. Do you get what I'm saying, Joe? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing, uh, um, you know, relating it back to your insulin levels and stuff like that, this is the reason why I cut out Red Bull fully out of yeah, my diet. Yeah, get rid of that. I used to down Red Bull like it was literally like it was water. Yeah. To a point where it wouldn't even give me energy more anymore. I was just having it for purely for taste reasons. Yeah. And I don't know why, because it tastes like piss. Yeah, it tastes like it, shit. Bro. It tastes like shit, yeah. But I don't know why I was having it. And then I clocked the like how much better I felt, you know, yeah. uh, strength-wise, you know, energy-wise, everything. After... I stopped having it. Yeah. And just replaced it for pure water or, um, you know, like your odd protein shake or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Creatine, BCAAs. Yeah, I feel like, stuff. I feel like what you understand is like that Red Bull, even me with coffee, I don't really, I'm not, it's not the best thing for you, but, you know, sometimes I'm tired, bro. I need some, I need a, a, a boost yeah, of a energy. Boost. I feel I'm like not, coffee's better than having Red Bull. Oh, 100%. Bro. It's natural. It's from the earth, isn't it? There's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's pros and cons to it. But, you mm. know, at the end of the day, everything in balance. And sometimes I do do a bit of a detox. I might do a week yeah. off coffee, which I do feel, but, you know. Do you know what's so funny thinking about that, yeah? I actually have a picture in your office, on your office chair, on the computer, Red Bull can right there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you made that transition. Yeah. You feel better for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Nutrition's so vital, bro. Like... It's all about feel good, you know. The nutrition fills your body with 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 positivity mm. through all the nutrients, so you feel better about yourself. If you if you eat shit, you eat like anyone who's eating McDonald's and takeaways and all this, all this grease, the way it's saturating the body, it's saturating the body, it's, mm. it's pulling you down. Yeah. When you're eating healthy, you're eating sweet potato. There's so much um so so much nu nutritional benefits in sweet potato, avocado, good fats. Make sure you're getting your clean protein in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, you're having your greens as well. There's um so much mental improvement from healthy 
nutrition. Food, you guys food. need to go and research this up yeah. and understand that if you sometimes if you're feeling down and you're feeling negative, you could just actually go, bro, let me look at what I'm eating. Shit, let me change that around. Yeah. Do you understand? And just from your nutrition itself, you can change your own mood and your energy. Yes, because sometimes, you, you know, you have a kebab and it gives you like 10, 20 minutes of happiness because you're just like, yeah, that's yeah. bang kebab. But then after that, Firstly, you're probably getting the shits. Secondly, you feel like shit. <laughs> Depends where you're getting from, innit, bro? Depends certain, where you're getting from, certain, yeah. Certain, I don't know about Manchester. Certain Corey, Manchester certain Corey houses, yeah. they look, they're, not, they're not run right, bro. You get me? But some of them are. You know, well, no, food, wrong. food. I love, I, do, I love a roti, yeah? yeah? I do love a roti, bro. I love it, I love okay, it. I love, I love the way you said that as well. You get what I'm Proper. saying? I have to put my twang in there, yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I love it. Bro, I was raised on... Yeah, um, I know, I know, I'm, yeah. I'm Russia on Wimsor Road, bro. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Curry Mile, Curry, Curry Mile that's, yeah. where, that's my that's my upbringing. So, you know, I do I do love um, um, a good kebab from time to time, but you're talking once in a blue moon. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, like nutrition is so vital, bro. So for people who are focusing on trying to make themselves feel better, especially energy for the gym, you know, getting up and feeling good within yourself, look at your nutrition, man. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things. One of the things I want to talk about with your son, and it's kind of brings us onto what you want to install within the younger, younger generation, right? Yeah. I think it was two, three days ago on your Instagram story, you and Akirimi were running in the car park. Yeah. And he he was he was showing pace. He wasn't giving yeah. up. What was it? The car was following you or something like that? Yeah, his mum was in the car following. And, yeah. um, and he, he, he just literally, I, I started, I let him go and just started running. We, we, we came from having something to eat and I just let him go. And just started running, so I thought, okay, son, you get into that age now where they they're all getting to that age where now where, active. where they're just getting active, and I, I can start to gauge their competitive energy. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And just drive, might not even be competitive, just drive. Mm. And um, he just started running, so I said, all right, come, let's run. And we ran, and we ran, bro, and we ran all the way around this car park. Yeah. And I was thinking, I wanted to see his cardio. I was looking at him and I'm watching him and I'm seeing how he's breathing. And I'm saying, come on, every time I said, let's go, he was like digging deeper. And, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, I'm at, they're at that age now where daddy wants to kind of um, test them and see what, see, what, see what they've got in it. So, yeah, it's great, man. It's great. What did that show you, though? When he was doing that, you know, he didn't stop running. Every time you said, keep going, he'd look at the car behind and then he'd, you know, go forward, keep running, keep running, push harder. What did that show you as a dad? It shows me that he's got just, he's, he's filled with determination. Yeah. He's filled with determination and he, he's, he's, he's inspired by his dad. Mm. Can you, off the back of that, can you kind of, I want to say like, almost like envision his future or how he's going to be, the kind of characteristics that he's going to build? Yeah, like, you know, you got Akiram who's, who's Mr. Um, full, full of character, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's got everything. He's, he's you know, alhamdulillah, bro. You know, he's, 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 he's full of character and he's a loving child. All of my boys are loving, but they've all got individual um, characters. Akiram is the life of the party. He'll come in live, bubbly. Everybody mm. loves Akiram. And then the twins, you've got Kion. He's kind of like, he's like, he runs on his own. Yeah, he, he runs on his own. He's the oldest twin. He's the biggest. What are you saying? Like more, like more independence. He's definitely more independent. Okay. He's got. He's Mister Independent. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then you've got my little one, Kyle. He's just like he's he's a proper um, emotional, in tune, emotional guy. And um, it's just great seeing the diversity in them. None of them are the same. Mm. So all of them can kind of give each other 
bits from each bag. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's great seeing them kind of get to this age now where the well, Kirim is nearly three to three now, um, and it's now time for like me to start assessing them a little bit more, which is great. Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. And you know, like I said, installing it in the younger generation, as people can see, you know, we've got Bado all around yeah. in the ring right now. Of course. And this is your home gym. Of course. And obviously, I know that you you train people. Uh, you know, the youngers. You come in here, you probably start having jumping on pads with one of the youngers or whatnot. Yeah. You see on your Instagram stories. I saw you even fighting one of the kids in the in the gym. I was like, Yo, Caden, listen, <laughs> take yeah. it easy, my man. man yeah. Nah. Um. You know what, bro? Honestly, this. What's is, that? What's all that about? What's that for? This is like a dream come true for me. You know, I was raised with no father, with no male solid male role model in my life on a day like on a day to day these kids that are in this gym they get to touch base with us every day mm. do you know what I'm saying we got a lot of touch time with these kids and for me it's kind of like giving them something that I never had which fills me with with joy and it's not me it's the team the, the management team Princey everybody loved it Aaron um, you know even the all the older older fighters in the gym, they might not necessarily be professional, some of that, but it's all camaraderie and it's all kind of like giving to each other to help each other grow. Mm. And there's so many young children that we're working with. There's a lot of proofs that come and do education and, and days in the in the gym now as well. So there's um, a facility where, you know, kids that are kind of struggling in schools. Okay, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. So yeah, there's yeah. an education Almost department. Like a support sort of thing. It's an education department as yeah, well yeah. and a mentoring. Okay. Um, in the gym, scheme, yeah. In the in the gym, bro. Okay, this sick. is why I said when um when we did the first announcement, it's kind of like we've come together and it was a vision and it's great to see it come to to fruition. Me and Carl, um, when we first started training together, me and Carl started working together. And I just said to him, bro, listen, man, we're not playing with this. You know, we've got to help make a difference. Mm. My thing has always been to make a difference. Be the change you want to see in the world. 100%, bro. Mm. And, and, and it starts with yourself. You know, you can only impact the people in your vicinity, you know, in your surroundings. Um, and that's a great thing with social media, you know, we're able yeah. to kind of impact our followers, yeah. people sub who support Not us. Not just in your local community, but you can uh, impact people Exactly. Anyway. But for us, for, for me, it feels good to be able to see the kids come in and be able to see touch base with me, you know, someone who's a fighter, mm. who's, you know, got his brand that's, 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 you know, had a big impact in, in the industry. And it's kind of good for them to be able to come ask me questions. You know, we had a little, um, some of the, two of the boys from the pre having a bit of a disagreement. They were arguing a lot. And it was time for them just to, as men, come in, put the gloves on. Okay. And spar it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all... Um, love after that. It, it was all love. You know, it was all... I, I kept an eye over it. Mm. And I made sure that they shaked hand after it. And after they had a little bit of a spar, a little roll around, they looked at each other and they gave each other a hug and, and they're now cool. So it's kind of like also it's mentoring and teaching them the way of men. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't. There's too much, too much going on in the world now. Too much violence. These kids are getting involved in, bro. So many stabbings, especially in London, all around. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we need to, we need to break the mold, bro. You know what I'm saying? We can't have these kids different. just stabbing each other left, right, and center. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they come in places like this. They can actually. It's it, you know a lot of it is. It's frustration. Mm. It's hormones as well. It's proving themselves to going through 15, 16. You know, it was 15, 16. You're just full of hormones. Yeah, you your testosterone is just boosting. Boosting all over the place. And yeah. I feel like the gym is a perfect place right, for them to be able to yeah, come right. and just release. Yeah. So then when they go home, 
the, the, the more chilled around the parents, mm. you know, the, the, the more, the, the, more relaxed, more yeah, calm. More relaxed. So I feel like this is so important to the community, not just Manchester top team, all the gyms around the country, because, well, around the world, you know, there's a lot of guys in these gyms who have probably come from a bit of a tough up, upbringing and they know how important and how vital this, look at, look at, look at what the gym's done for me. Mm. Without these, without this cage, Without this cage and without the sport, none of what I have would be here. I know you've been fighting from when you were young anyway, before prison. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a vicinity, uh, a place like this when you were young? Well, I started off at Moss Side Ground and Pound, yeah. which was in a in a church with mm-hmm. a bunch of crazy white guys with bald heads and, 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 and black eyes. Um, and then I ended up moving then on to um, Wolfslayer, which was a great facility, which was similar to this. And was I that was before lucky. prison then? That was before prison. Okay. Um, and then obviously when I came out, that gym had been burnt down whilst oh. I was in prison. So it was no longer. So then obviously I was kind of like um, moving around the place, just going to different gyms, trying to just train and get my career back on the road. Mm. And then obviously me and Carl booked up um, at my friend Stapes' gym, mm-hmm. Full Contact Performance Centre. And at that time, um, Brendan was had um, all powers, and you know we we me and Carl started working, and we came over, and then obviously Carl came over to all powers and started supporting there and helping the guys there. Obviously, Brendan was focusing on his career, um, and he had to you know take his career really serious. And Carl wanted to be a coach, and that's what what the goal was. And me and him spoke about it, and you know he 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 stepped up and. Honestly, bro, what, what what the guy done for the guys, without him, this wouldn't be here as well. So hats off to Carl and obviously he's lofty and as of come in now as part of the management team. And it's been amazing what, what, what you can see it, what, what, what's what been built, man. Yeah, I know. And what you do here for the community is wonderful, man. Uh, hats off to you for, for what you do. Thank you. Yeah, man. What is the message? If it was like, almost like a, like a I know nothing's ever a one-liner, nothing's ever as simple as that. But what's like the key message that you want to leave for the not only the fighters here, but maybe for the youngers watching or people who you know find themselves on a path right now where it's not in the best opportunity, not in the best places. I feel like our message is simple. You know, we kind of want to make something out of the community. We want to make superstars out of the community because our children, our our people, mm. have got so much potential to become great. And I feel like this is this is our speciality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it comes down to speciality, this is what we do. Yeah we're fighters mm-hmm. and we can bring you in and if you look all around the walls you see you know Lerone Murphy UFC you know Lerone started um, with us um, years ago and his mindset allowed him to focus and now he's 4-0 and in the UFC yeah, do you know what I'm crazy, saying yeah. we've got Lewis McGrillen um, who's, who's um, building a sick name for himself uh, Hot Prospects he was actually initially coming over from like um, troubled up upbringing and now he's a professional fighter getting paid mm. um, there's so many there's so many um, fighters obviously uh, I could be yeah. here all day speaking everyone's name but I'm just saying they're just a few that we've actually impacted and they are now superstars in, from their community yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they've got a career the, the you know Lerone's obviously got a big career he's you know looking after his family he's got a, his, his son and everything and it just feels great to be able to be a part of supporting people's growth to actually finding themselves to being better people and mm. being able to support their loved ones and, and that's what that's what it's all about 
That's it, man. You know what? This actually relates to. I didn't tell you this off camera at all. I didn't really tell anyone this. Re- most recently, I went to Birmingham during Ramadan. Wait, whoa, 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 sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go on. Is it your birthday soon? Yeah. I just wanted to say because I might not actually be there. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say happy birthday to you, my brother. This is my happy birthday message to Raheem because you know what, this guy, honestly, bro. Happy birthday, bro. Appreciate that, bro. This is gonna this is actually gonna come out after my birthday. Okay. But, uh, okay. My it birthday's does. on the fifteenth. Well, actually. either way, regardless but of no, what. No, no, once again, I appreciate it. It doesn't matter. We got this. Your birthday. Happy birthday from Kane to Raheem, yeah? Come on, I appreciate that. Uh, you get that one camera, yeah? Cameraman right there. Love for that. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say, no, I love for that, Kane, honestly. No, trust me. Um what I was gonna say is most recently I uh, encountered myself in a situation where I was in Birmingham. Okay. In uh at night, yeah, and there was some some little kids that run up to the car. Yeah, he was like twelve years old or something like that. Yeah, jumped in the car and he was like, "Yo, you see Yellcast? Yeah, proper gas, proper excited." <laughs> he knew what time it was, yeah. He knew what time it was, yeah. So I was chatting to him the whole way. He jumped in the car, literally drove him down the whole of Coventry Road, whatever. And then I uh, basically put him on my story saying, "Yo, like shout out, man, man. I don't know, you might have seen it, you might not have." Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. His school reached out to me. Okay. And they were like, "Yo, listen, you want to do an assembly here?" Wow. Yeah, and the second they said that. It ain't happened yet. I ain't done it yet, but inshallah soon. Inshallah. Um, that, and then I was like, "Raw, this is mad, fam." Like, I can actually be going from getting kicked out of assembly to you know leading, going leading, leading the assembly, leading assembly, talking about business entrepreneurship, and hopefully helping these kids find direction in life. And I was like, "Yo, I need to do this sort of thing." So I, I said to them, "Yeah, straight away." And to me, the whole phrase that came in my head at that time, as soon as I got the email, was like, "Be the change you want to see in the world." Of course, because you know everyone complains about education system in in, in schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, it's not the greatest yeah, yeah, in of terms course. of teaching them entrepreneurship. So, of course, what a better way to be a change? Of course, I feel so like course, that's I that. feel like with you, bro. If I'm being honest with you, I feel like your your role in life is to be who you are, and who you are is a great inspiration to others. You're shining a light on people that are doing you know, trying their hardest to be great and trying mm-hmm. their hardest to be successful. And you're the person that's shining a light on them, having yeah. conversations with us, you know, allowing the viewers, your followers, your supporters, people who follow myself and everybody else is to kind of show them that this is how it this is how it's done. Yeah, you know, and this is these are the guys that are actually doing it. Yeah. This is how it's done. It can be done. And you know, for me, you, you are in 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 respect a motivational inspire with with what you do. So hats off to you, brother, man. I feel like you need to take advantage of that and and, and go into these situations and kind of um, lead these young guys, man, because that's what it's about, man. That's that's what life's about. Is about giving back. Mm. That's just a natural. You know, I love I love mankind at the same time because it's a natural thing that we do. You know, you have your nephews, you have your your little. Cousins. We always show and teach and yeah. and it's just great, man. This is why I say we should all be grateful to. And you know, what, com- coming out of Ramadan as well, that's one thing I definitely want to keep carrying on. Obviously, for people who might not know, Cain's obviously a Muslim as well. Of course. Um, but that's one of the main things about Islam, you know, of giving back, providing other people with opportunities that you might not have had, you, you know, know, whether it be charity work or, you know, they said charity starts at home. Of course it does. So if you can help out any little bit, then... Bro, every little, every, every little bit that we do, you know, every, mm. every little bit, as long as we're giving everything that we've got to support and what we can do to, to others, then we're doing our bit, man. What's, yeah. the, what's the mindset you want to install within your kids? As they grow up, it's, how do you want them to be? I just want them to be family men, mm. respectful, honesty, 
I want them to understand that you got to work hard, support your people, love your people. And I just want them to be better versions of myself, bro. So, you know, trying to make them understand that we can, I'm going to be working these guys from, from young to be better in whatever it is that they want to do. And I just want them to know that just chase your dreams. Mm. Chase your dreams and, and, and whatever it is, whatever that may be, whatever whatever it is that you want to be, do that. I'm going to steer them in different different course, ab- yeah. avenues to test out where the strengths lie. Mm. But, you know, the top and bottom is whatever they want to be. I'm going to tell them, chase your dreams, boy, and, and don't ever stop. Would you push them any any sort of career path or let them test the waters? For example, obviously you're into fighting yourself. Would yeah. you... You know, if, if, if I'm honest with you, what, what what I kind of what I do is kind of put them through a little bit of a testing process. Okay. You know, put them in different um, different areas. So they might do acting, they might do gymnastics, they might do um, combat, they might do football. Yeah. Um, they might even as they get older start to do a little bit of drama. Mm. You know, and um, and just see which they take to naturally and whatever they're naturally good at. Obviously, I've got a lot of. I'm lucky to have a lot of. Um, specialist assessors mm. in each department yeah, in each different field, um, which can kind of say look Kane I think and then kind of like steer them to that and that's, that's the benefit it, of having a network isn't it because you can use that course, in your case with what, your kids exactly like, so yeah. you know I've got some good people around me who, 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 who know how passionate I am about pushing these boys to be the best that they can so yeah I'm going to kind of put them in different areas see where where their strengths lie mm. and then obviously kind of like push them down that way. Hopefully they, they go with it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, oh son, you, you're really good at this, you know, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. stick with this. It yeah, might yeah. be football, it might be gymnastics, whatever it is. And then, but the top and bottom is whatever they want to do. If they don't like it, you know, I'll just support them with whatever they want to do. Support them all the way through. Do you I know what I'm that. saying? I hear that. All right, cool. Before, before, uh, before we end the podcast, Kenya, I've got yeah. one last final question to you. I always think about my final questions and I feel like this one will probably get you thinking. Yeah. Right? Obviously, there's going to be a time on the earth when we're not around no more. Of course. Yeah? Your boys are still going to be here. Yeah? Inshallah. Inshallah. How do, they, how do you want them to remember you? Because I feel like that's a question that would impact you the most. I know your boys are the most important. I, I just, I just want them. I just want them to say that their father was a great man. Yeah. And what falls under a great man, we know what falls under a great man in this, in the real world is a man that you know cared about his family, cared about the people around him, mm. worked hard, you know, sacrificed everything to be to be a better person, and and was focused on giving back. And um, you know, I just want them to truly believe that the father was a great man and that's all I can ask for. Yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Right, Kane, I've been ending every single podcast in season four with a giveaway. Okay. So it's only right because let's, this podcast has been almost two hours, I want to say. Is it? Yeah, yeah, come on. You know, best conversations are always the longest. Bro, it's yeah. deep, man. It's real out here. When me and Raheem come together, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I even feel emotions running through myself, bro, because... Yeah. I want to know the audience are feeling. So let us know in the comments how you thought this podcast was, what you learned from it. 100%. But a giveaway time. I think, Kane, it's only right with the new drop. Yep. And with season four combined, that someone in the audience gets a care package from Bada. You know, Listen, new line. Um, what are you telling me? Because it's not you, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, you're all right, man. I'll pattern you off anyway, yeah? That's the cameraman but, asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, man, we're going we're gonna, to... We're definitely 150% luck. Anybody that's supporting the CEO cast has to get the pattern. So we'll make sure we get a solid care package ready mm. for however you... How how are we, we going to pick who gets it? Oh, so basically the way it works is firstly they've got to be subscribed to the channel otherwise there's no point standard standard they're not in it they've got to like the video okay. and then the main thing is they've got to comment the favourite thing that they like the, the favourite thing that you stand by okay you came or the way you run your business one of their favourite things Perfect. about you your story the, how they how you inspire them and they're going to be selected at random and they're going to be selected at random okay so if they put that in the comments along with their Instagram app and then we do a random comment generator next week okay um, which will be on the beginning, first week of June, I yep. say. And then someone wins like that. Sick, say nothing. Simple Listen, like get involved, you already know. The Badder Care package is going to be there. Mm. You know, thanks to my brother Raheem once no, again. Thank you, Kane. Thank you. Now, thank you, brother, man. I just want to keep... Uh, I know people might think that I'm, 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 I can't express enough how impactful your... Um, podcast is I, I've looked on that I've learned so much no I appreciate that man. from there myself I no, sit I back and that. I watch do you know what I mean so once again thank you for doing what you do bro. yeah I appreciate that okay. do you know who I want to thank live on camera yeah who that was magician because without would, him he wouldn't have hooked us uh, up this relationship he was, the, he was the glue yeah he was the he glue was, he was the magic yeah he was the magic he's the magic that made it happen so <laughs> shout out to Dawoo my brother man and he's another he's another goal getter that's it man. you know that's what I'm saying yeah, let's don't go, try man. yourself uh, until then, I want to thank everyone. Thank you very much for watching so far. Make sure you subscribe, like the video, share with other people, comment your feedback. And the main thing is, like I said, the giveaway rules are all in the description. Um, so yeah, until then, I want to catch you on the next episode of CEO Cost. Wicked. Lovely. Gang. Lovely. Yeah. What was that saying, Kane? That was sick. Solid, yeah? Enjoyed it again. Enjoyed it again, bruv. We keep doing it nah, again, man. Nah, We're going to hit him with a part three soon. It was a banger, that, though. Yeah. That was a banger, that. That was a banger. There was pure gems in there. That do you know what I'm saying? One hour 37. And then what? After you chop it down, probably about... One hour 35.